and welcome to any given wait hold on okay okay i had a title what was the title hmm hmm you want to give us the intro song again kevin yeah let's let's roll what was the title and I'll be thinking about this. Hmm. Now, what was that title? Hmm. Fuck. Hello, and welcome to Cloudy with a Chance of Birds. I'm your host, Spencer Crittenden, and welcome back to the number one podcast celebration spectacular celebrating the one the only the historical sully day that's right folks today is sully day the day that chesley b sullenberger flew that fateful plane into the hudson river uh because of birds they're the birds they hit they hit the plane a second plane has struck the no way no a second bird has struck <laughs> <laughs> fuck God. you know that second plane wouldn't have hit the tower if uh sully was flying i'll tell you that much you know um but that's right folks sully sullenberger he did it he did it today you know, Tom Hanks is a different person, but he played solely in the movie. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. It's it's imagine how many souls would have been lost otherwise. Uh, you know, on that fateful day, it's crazy. You know, Sully, he's an American hero. They call him they call him Sully Sullenberger, but I don't know. I have this pet pet peeve, Kevin, where if your nickname is a play on your last name you can't be referred to as nickname last name because that's not that's not why it works like you're not you're the nickname isn't a sub for your first name it's a sub for your last name so like if anything it would be like oh there's chesley sully or something but but no again it's it's supposed to be like share it's supposed to be one word if if you're gonna if you're gonna say sully you know then you don't say Solenberger. if you're going to say you know Solenberger, then you don't say solely like i don't i don't think you can do both i don't know <laughs> so interesting story um we had the doughboys on harmontown once and dan in, in uh introduced uh mitch as mitch mitchell and mitch is his nickname because his last name is mitchell his name is mike mitchell and people call him mitch but you can't you can't introduce that person as Mitch Mitchell. It's Mike Mitchell, and then you go. So how you doing, Mitch? It's Chesley Sullenberger. So how you doing, Sully? Like I, to me, it's insane because it it, it doesn't. I don't know. I think I think if you say the whole name with the with the nickname in parentheses in in quotes in the middle, that kind of fixes it. But it's still the same problem because it sets up. You're telling the world that this person's mother named them Mitch Mitchell, which is insane. Like that's, that's fucking stupid. It's a joke. Like you're, you know, like it's crazy, but you know, so, so like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's happened. It's only happened a few times, but it, it's happened. And I'm like, you can't, you can't be, you can't be doing this. You can't be Sully Sullenberger. I'm sorry. You're just Sully or, you know, you're Chesley Sullenberger. I don't know. You know, either way, um, true American hero. You know, I and the only thing that was better than saving those lives was getting, you know, Tom Hanks a job, you know, America's dad, the nicest guy in showbiz, Colin Hanks's father. That's how I think <laughs> that's how I think John, Tom Hanks should be introduced. <laughs> Here he is, it's Colin Hanks' father himself, Tom Hanks. I think Colin would like that. Um, what's up, Kevin? Not much, not much. I, I I wasn't expecting to jump into names like that, but yeah, that's that's good. I I, I was gonna start calling you Crit, but I feel like maybe now that's that's a little bit misguided. So I gotta say that Crit Crittenden that sounds kind of cool. That sounds like 
that sounds like a weatherman's name or something, you know, like a news anchor. And I'm Crit Crittenden with your seven day forecast. You know, I don't know. You know, my mom was a weather woman. Um, you know, nothing more to say about that. But, <laughs> but yeah, I kind of like Crit Crittenden. That's kind of cool. It's kind of the D and D tie in too. You know, a critical hit kind of thing. So we can say, I, I, I like it. Yeah, and you know, my family, we always called our family the Critters because it's like a shortening of Crittenden. And then Critical Role comes up and their fans are Critters. It's like, come on, that's my name. You know, you guys can have, you can name the show any, you can have any title you want, you know, and play off of that. But now you're you're sequestering Critters, which is a complete, you know, I can't change my last name to make a better name for, you know, my Craven followers, you know, like it, it's it's ridiculous. I don't know. You know, it, it felt like it felt like a real bummer. Um, you know, but also whenever I fantasize about a a D and D live play podcast that rivals uh, Critical Role, I'm always thinking, you know, how can I, how can we play off Crit in that way? You know, like Critters Den, Critical Den, but it's like yeah, Critical Den gets way too close to Critical Role. Obviously, you know, it's just, it sucks. It's like, you know. It's not like I'm copying them. I'm riffing off of my name, but because of their existence, it, it, it casts a pall over what I'm what I'm trying to do here. And that's why there will never be a live play podcast by me because <laughs> Critical Role is poison the well of my name. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I swear to God, I had like a good pun title for for you know uh, like a podcast that's celebrating Soli day you know something like that i didn't figure it i couldn't remember it and i Soli thought day i had a my, lot my, my more. uncle Soli day yeah 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 <laughs> he died in the nom right we, but not the nom you're fighting beside tom hanks yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no the nom it was it was it was, it was your, your uncle and tom hanks um it was basically like like a fighting or like a food eating competition because like people say nom 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 is the kind of idea i didn't really see i don't know i can come off half cocked with a lot of ideas but you give me time to circle back to to kind of edit come up with stuff that's why i'm so much better in text than i am talking you know i I think i can be i don't know more myself like i feel like it doesn't my my brain works and passes you know it's not it doesn't come out of the gate like this is perfect it's like no here's this shitty version and it gets better and better i don't know whatever yeah. i'm I'm really funny but like 45 seconds later yeah and by then it's just it's it's stupid if i say it that's how i speak spanish i'm really good at speaking spanish <laughs> about a minute after it makes sense to say the phrase that i that i just recalled it's great um anytime i remember i used to work at borders and sometimes we'd have people that spoke spanish and i would i would be able to understand them and kind of help them but you know then after they left i was like that's how you say the phrase i was gonna say in spanish that i couldn't think of every single time it was the worst but but yeah i don't know man what what a week huh (laughs) not referencing any single thing in particular just I don't know. Uh, well, you, you you do anything? You know, last last we spoke, uh, you've always wanted to learn the Macarena, if I recall correctly. Yeah, and and I did not do that this week. I, I've I've let you guys down. I, I meant to learn the Macarena, and I still, you know, at my age, still have not learned the Macarena yet. How do you do it? I feel like there's muscle memory. There, there's some to kind it. of like a you, you thing go. I, I, the thing is, it is kind of like hokey pokey. You go, but like I don't know exactly the timing, but it's like it's it's hands out. It's flip your hands over. I think it's to the head and then down to your hips, and I think that's when you're supposed to like, hey, Macarena, right? You know. <sighs> sorry it just chokes me up thinking about my sister <laughs> uh but but yeah i don't know man uh did you did you do anything you have any 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 notable quotables any 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 interesting times any any interesting meals eat anything drink anything um i mean i i am super pumped to try the new starry that came out um, oh yeah you have that right we're gonna yes we're i gonna do. do that yeah yeah man starry man 
it's <laughs> i mean you know serum mist i don't know i guess it was kind of the branding probably but probably the flavor too but serum mist they're like this is not this is not working we need starry we need a new but it's like well what it's a fucking lemon lime soda like how many different like where can you go with this i don't know i think the problem with uh starry has always been or the serum mist has always just been who's buying a bottle of Sierra mist so it's not going to be that it's going to be a soda fountain and at a soda fountain it's like if it's a pepsi fountain you're probably going to go for mountain dew you know it's like why why would you go for a Sierra mist when there's mountain dew i just feel like that kind of has more brand recognition you know i don't know it's maybe more popular i guess and it's, it's like, caffeinated versus not but you know coach version of, of mountain dew mellow yellow is just the forgotten stepchild of the, of the soda industry like you know i i don't know anybody who's like yeah i, I want me some mellow yellow and yeah. it actually isn't bad. No, I like it. Do you remember Vault? Yes. I love and Vault. Surge, man. which was around the same time, yeah. Yeah, Vault was like to me Vault was like the the like a compromise. It's like, well, there's no more Surge. Go fuck yourself. And it's like, well, if you go to Burger King, you get Vault. <laughs> they got Vault at Burger King. <laughs> it's like, I mean, that's yeah, okay. That's I'll, I'll take it, sure. Um, you know, I so I would I would drink that a lot. I didn't never really drink that much Mellow Yellow, and I guess I they, I just I forgot. I must have known that at some point, but I forgot that it has caffeine. Um, you know, Mellow Yellow is one of the things where you only get it at like uh, cursed uh, fast food places. You know, like Arby's, for instance. Arby's definitely has Mellow Yellow. Um, the one I go to has Mellow Yellow. I only got it once, and then I uh, because I was like, well, I don't want. I don't want to have any, um, you know, caffeine. It's too late in the day. Let me get some mellow yellow instead. <laughs> it was a, it was really the wrong move at the time. It was good though. You know, mellow yellow is good. Maybe I should go get some after the show. That could be good. Um, man, now I actually really want mellow yellow and vault. That could be really good. But, but yeah, I don't know. And I'm excited to try the starry. But you know what else I'm excited to try? soda that's right folks we got the start no it's too early for that but but wouldn't that not make sense okay all right no i'm i'm i feel high but like high on life like i'm not high i haven't smoked but i feel like high like i feel i feel wrong i think i might be sick i uh i hope i'm not getting covid i don't know man who knows um so yeah, I'm a little wired. So when I went to the convenience store by my house to go get some Starry, uh, the manager was there and he's like, oh, why do you want that stuff? That's just Sierra Mist. You know what you need? And he's like, you need one of our iced coffees. And then Whoa. I'm like, no, no, that's OK. It's 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 a little late for that. And he's like, no, no. So he walks over and he pours me a for the people watching the video, a 44 ounce iced coffee. It was yeah, it's just like, like a big gulp or a double gulp size cup he's showing to the audience. Yeah. And I mean, it was really good, but I ended up pouring like three fourths of it out because who can drink 44 ounces of iced coffee without jumping off the walls? You know? Yeah. When was that? Was it in the morning? Um, it was it was a few hours ago, just before we started. So it would have been yeah, like four no. o'clock. That's way too late. I think yeah. the person who can consume that much coffee is like a working man who's coming into the store at like five six in the morning before a shift or something like that i think you know you can work right. that off and just sipping it something. all day yeah but but, just, but after two it's like no i mean even like a shot of iced coffee is like i i don't know i wouldn't do it but whatever you know other people don't have the same sleep problems as i do um yeah when i'm not smoking weed uh caffeine really it fucks me up like I, I'm just like up till like three in the morning no matter what um which is what I'm looking forward to after I uh, get a post-show mellow yellow you know that could that could be great to stay up till three I catch up on a lot of anime I've been watching Yu-Gi-Oh V Reigns or is it Reigns Yu-Gi-Oh Reigns where they go into cyberspace and play dual monsters on the cybernet it's great I mean it's not it's fine it's better than the last couple of series I'll tell you that that's been it's been really bad uh uh lately but but this series is, is actually kind of being okay i'm watching anime oh yeah no i was saying that i think i'm, I'm getting sick i might be getting sick i don't know i don't think i am um but who knows i've been uh i've been feeling like just the slightest bit lightheaded is that a covid symptom i don't it have a headache be. it could be the flu yeah, it, it could it be. definitely could be 
RSV. It could be anything spreading around right now. But I don't have any, like, I don't have any crazy symptoms other than, um, you know, what I would say is mild allergy symptoms, which I just always have and always have. <laughs> like, it's just, I'm basically always kind of at least a little bit stiffly. Sometimes my, my sores throw on and off or throat sore on and off. It's, it's just kind of random. I went to this thing. I don't know. You know, it's thing is you keep, I keep forgetting about COVID because no one fucking cares, you know? So it's like, it's hard to keep it in mind. It's like, it's like being a Christian, I'd imagine, where you have to go like, oh yeah, God's watching. Like, it's not like, there's no evidence of it in daily life, you know? Um, but there's the new, the new variant is XBB, I think it's called. And that's supposed to be the craziest variant. Of course, it has uh, vaccine mitigation, like everything, um, you know, and it's not good. But I've been I, and I wear masks and stuff everywhere. Uh, the people on Discord are reminding us about sliced soda. Is that isn't that like an orange soda? No, that was another. Uh, I mean, it came in a few different flavors, but like the the original slice was also kind of like a seven up serumist kind of thing. I don't know if I ever had that. You ever have that was uh, that was 80s, I think, right? Let me look. I don't know. You ever have a fresca though, like the diet grapefruit soda? Yes. <laughs> what? Are you calling someone? <laughs> Can we I'd call like someone? a friend? <laughs> you should uh, you should call uh call Abed. <laughs> call Abed. You know, okay, so there's a lot of people that have been complaining about AI art in the AI chatbots and stuff. You know, not our usage of the AI chatbots, just in general. But you know what would what would destroy AI once and for all is like to put it in a room with Abed. I think it would. <laughs> I think it would just break down because <laughs> you know he's 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 uh, a font of knowledge and and information on all manner of topics. Um, but not in any particular format. Well, it's not any, it's, it, yeah, exactly. It's unformatted. It's like raw data or something. And it's like all these, all these bots are made out of, uh, you know, associations and cluster diagrams and stuff. So you get him going for long enough and they're like, I don't know what anything is anymore. It's like, I don't Mount Rushmore has the, the cast of cheers on it. And like, I just, I think it would, it would just fundamentally break down. And, uh, if Abed, you're listening, I love you. We got to get Abed back on the podcast. That, that was it, probably our most manic episode we've ever had. Yeah. And I think, you know, I don't think you can have that necessarily all the time, but it's something that, you know, as time has passed, they're like, we kind of, kind of need that again. Like I would like, I mean, I, I, would like I, that. I, I loved Abed on the show, but I think my favorite part of that episode was just this incredulous confusion. You had the entire 75 minute episode. Like you just had no idea what was going on, but did not want to stop it. Yeah, well, that was be me, but it was also me proxying the listener because it's like there's someone going to be listening and they're going to be having these questions. So at the very least, I want to give voice to their concerns. If we don't necessarily hammer any, everything out, that's fine. But, you know, I at least want to give voice to their concerns. But anyway, so this weekend I went to a thing called Anime Impulse. I have this friend, uh, Frank. He's a streamer on Twitch. And uh, we, we, you know, we hang out sometimes and go do stuff. Um you know, everyone in the world is back to normal. No one wears masks anymore. Um, and so, you know, I'm just like, I'm trying to do more stuff. I just wear masks, you know, but anime X or what was it called? Uh, I impulse LA or anime impulse. That's what it was called. Anime impulse was in Pomona fairgrounds, which is pretty far East. Um, maybe not pretty far, like about an hour East. And, uh, it's on the Pomona Fairgrounds, which I don't exactly understand what those are other than like, they look like, uh, are they called aircraft hangers? Yeah, they look like hangers. You know, those big kind of, they're domed, but they're like long. They're kind of like these kind of humps that are extruded, these extruded arches. They're not like lumps or anything, but they have a very, they have a very specific like semicircular form factor. They look like these long semicircular, like if you cut a can of soda in half and laid it on its side, it was just a bunch of those kind of loosely connected by, by kind of walkways and, 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 and sidewalks and stuff. And, um, so it was interesting, but it was absolutely pouring, you know, there's been the bomb cyclone and the atmospheric rivers. And so it's been unprecedented rain in, uh, 
everywhere in California, but it's been like that in LA. It's been crazy. I mean, I like the rain. It's been fine for me. It doesn't bother me, but man, but the thing is a lot of places, uh, especially in Southern California, but you know, Northern California to a lesser extent are just not built for rain. Like we don't have drainage and stuff. Um, which you don't really notice until a bunch of rain starts going and it's like, yeah, no, these roads definitely should have been slightly inclined and leading through so- towards some sort of drain. And now that you see that's not what it is, it's like, why did anyone do this? It's just these giant, like four, four inch deep puddles that are like, you know, hectares across. Is that a measurement? Um, anyway, so it was pouring rain. I had an umbrella, luckily. Um, because you know, we had Ben Meckler on and we were talking about everyday carry. I, I'm, I, I have a bunch of shit in my car, like, uh, like just in case, like, for instance, I have a high vis jacket in my car or a high vis uh, vest in my car in case, like, I don't know, it's really dark and I have to be out to my, my car or something, you know? Um, but yeah, so I have, I have a mini umbrella for emergencies. This is the first time I've ever used it. And, um, I was going to use it one other time, except <laughs> my emergency laundry detergent that I have in case I go to laundromat without laundry detergent that somehow spilled all over the the umbrella and made it all sticky with laundry detergent so I was like well I can't I can't hold this anymore but in the rain just washed it right off <laughs> the rain washed the umbrella off it was great um but so I was wearing a uh, N95 mask and the N95 mask they're not supposed to work they're not they don't work as well in the rain or they don't work at all in the rain I don't know because how they work is they work uh by static electricity you know they have a charge on them and that charge attracts uh light particles which contain viruses and bacteria and particulates presumably but um rain and moisture has a lot of charge and i think capacity for charge as well so i think the charge just kind of sucks off into any um water droplets that are nearby and then the mask loses its charge so i was wearing a mask the whole time but i the whole time i was like scientifically this is not you know great and it's definitely the most people i've ever been around um it was really packed um but yeah there's just it was just these multiple hangers that were just like they were set up with you know kind of like with 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 vendor halls and artist alleys and stuff and it was i've never been to an anime convention because they're mostly just like fans and artists like creators that are making like oh i made all these paintings of anime characters and i'm selling them or stuff like that you know i'm making prints but it's not like it's not like comic-con where it's like you know we're talking to the artist panel and see why chainsaw man got made or whatever you know maybe you get like a voice actor signing autographs or something but it's not you know i don't know so i've never been to something like that it was pretty crazy uh you know everyone seemed like they were having fun but i'm a real stick in the mud so i was like you know these these people all suck um but it was really fun it was just uh, i don't know i just i <laughs> on paper well no one was wearing a fucking mask so i'm like on, on paper i have COVID. like there's no way i didn't get COVID from this experience there's no fucking way um but it was crazy like again like people were tracking in water um into the uh, halls there was there was employees who were hired stationed with mops to kind of mop the water back out of the building as it was being tracked in but that was not working um in some of the entrance vestibules there is just like maybe a quarter inch or a half inch of just water like and these were carpeted so it's just like sodden absolutely sodden carpet in the vestibules and then once you get in it's like this slick warehouse house floor concrete cement and so like it wasn't as slippery as i thought it would be but it was definitely a little bit slippery like no one was eating shit, but it was it was pretty crazy um i don't know <laughs> I was with a kind of big group of Frank and his friends. Um, how many people was maybe like seven or eight. And um, we walk into the one of the, the main kind of convention hall areas. And man, I fucking hate conventions. The thing is, okay, so I don't get road rage really, but I get like sidewalk rage or whatever. I get pedestrian road rage. I just can't fucking stand it. Like I can't stand slow walkers. I can't stand people who take up like the whole sidewalk and stuff. And cons are just the worst. Like people just, they just stop on a dime in the middle of the fucking thing. And so we, we start walking towards a thing. And then this big intersection, there's probably about 40 people just standing, not like standing because they're waiting for their turn to move because it's a clusterfuck in a traffic jam. Just like, 
yeah I better take a spot here like just blocking this entire intersection of people <laughs> and I don't know you know this is not who I am in that I don't like directing people or telling people they're doing wrong um in general you know to their face because that's aggressive and uh you know I'm more of a passive aggressive aggressive person although this is passive aggressive but I just didn't I was <laughs> we were in a big group and it was loud and so I was trying to make a joke to to my group of friends um about this clusterfuck and so I said probably way louder than I intended I said man I love standing in the middle of a fucking aisle and not moving at all and I said it like way too loud and like immediately someone like two or three people instead of me said like wow that was so passive aggressive and I was like I did I was like thinking oh wait I did not I was just like joking but it, it sounded like a, a a direct condemnation of this group of you know 30 40 people and, but but as it happens immediately the whole group disperses suddenly everyone's moving and I was like hey well this this worked I mean this was a, a, absolutely not my intent at all but it, but it did work um but so yeah, I don't know. And then it was just crazy. So again, there's these there's these shoe boxes, these 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 hangers that were kind of like next to each other with aisles between them. So if you're outside, you're kind of in the rain going between these kind of hangers. And um and yeah, and so it, but they had a bunch of food trucks because they're like Asian and like anime kind of fan kind of food trucks um all in food stands and carts and stuff all, all over the place and so then there'd be lines to get into these places in these narrow aisles outside in the rain and then it was the rain so everyone's in umbrellas and so there's just all these umbrellas and no one can like move past there's this narrow like aisle between everybody maybe like two people wide so it was like coming and going lanes and then everyone in those lanes had to like raise their umbrellas super high so they weren't like whacking into everyone's eyes and stuff it was just like it was a clusterfuck like i like i've never seen anything like it before um you know i i stepped in so many puddles that my shoes were just absolutely soaked my socks were soaked like but in the parking lot like before i even got in and then I, everywhere there was there was all sorts of stuff and you know they make these plastic things to hide cables you know like to cover cables so they laid cable on the ground and they put they, they look like plastic trapezoidal speed bumps that have the, that the top flips up that you can you can enclose the cables in they had those but those were creating barriers for the rain. So every time there was one of those, there would be like rain piling up to the, the height of these, these uh, speed bumps, um, just making new puddles and stuff. It was crazy. But then I was like, okay, I'm just, I'm never going to be dry again. Let's just, you know, accept this new reality and, and, and deal with it. And, but, and then at that point it was fine. You know, I was wearing my basketball shorts and my, my plaid and stuff. And so I was like underdressed, but I wasn't, I wasn't super cold or anything. It was nice. Um, but but yeah it was also it was also not it wasn't just an anime thing it was also a sneaker expo and a k-pop uh uh convention and then there was also something called the asian american expo happening at the same place which i think was more of like a business fair um for you know the asian um you know asian owned businesses because this was in san gabriel valley which has a really high like asian population and so there's just so many things like it was so many different things i don't know it was just it was just crazy um but yeah i, I don't know i mean i probably who knows i'm gonna be testing to see if i have COVID. I, I i don't i don't feel like i am sick other than like normal but when you've maybe caught COVID, then you like especially me you know i'm a hypochondriac you just go like oh well i have COVID. And i'm gonna die and i also probably have cancer you know it's just like I, I just freak out about everything but it was pretty fun it was also i don't know it was kind of, it was kind of weird it was just kind of tacky like it because it was this is kind of like just by the fans for the fans sort of thing and it's like but these are anime fans so they're like weirdos you know i don't know it was it was it was an experience i'll tell you that but uh yeah so i hope i didn't catch covid um yeah because you know you're feeling no symptoms right now though other than a little my throat's sore um but my throat's been sore before i went so yeah it's not it's not a change in symptoms the only thing is like maybe lightheadedness and i was yawning a lot yesterday which was the day we went but maybe i was just really tired you know i woke up early and we went walking around and i was cold and you know i don't know who knows you know so it could be it could just be normal who knows 
generally feel fine um but hey maybe it's a whatever happened to asymptomatic covid like it felt like that was a thing you could be like this this silent carrier of covid and never know but i feel like after a while it just no one ever talked about that it's like no if you don't have symptoms you're fine and it's like and i i've also don't think i've met someone who knowingly had asymptomatic covid right what was what, what happened to that i i don't know i think maybe some of the later strains were a little bit less likely to show that mm-hmm. but i know that's yeah, that still pretty sense. prevalent in young kids though you know kids will spread it like crazy and show no symptoms whatsoever ever like the whole time i know you because all sicknesses transmit before you're you know you're feeling sick well not maybe not all but most of them you know the common cold flu uh these do um but so but but it's another thing to just the whole your whole course of disease you never have symptoms so that's what you're saying happens yeah yeah for like toddler age kids that that's that oh, seems okay. to be common yeah that's interesting yeah you know it's 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 an interesting disease i just it gets it gets, it gets so pissed <laughs> it's just like you go back in time and just look at all this and it's like oh there's this new this new disease caused by a form of the sars virus everybody remember sars happened in asia everyone wearing mask so what we recommend is not wearing masks just keep distance it's like no it's the sars the mask there's the that was like the disease with the masks it was the masks disease like why didn't they just go you know fucking just wear a mask i don't know whatever it's this whole fucking thing no one's wearing a mask anymore vaccines don't even matter masks are like the only thing that helps these days it's like the only thing that fucking works no one fucking gives a fuck it doesn't even matter i wore the whole con i could feel like because it was humid in the air i could feel like my mouth was like sopping wet just from the humidity of my breath like being captured by the mask and recirculated like but it's like it's fine i did it for like hours it's just it's fine masks are fine you know most of the time you'll never have to wear a mask for like longer than 20 minutes unless you're at work and if you're at work whatever you know i'm not gonna tell you to wear a mask at work i don't give a fuck you know you're, you're there for eight hours a day if it bothers you whatever but it's just like everybody else it's like it's not it's not a big ask it's not a big ask i don't know in other news um if, i don't know if you heard about this but ai has gone woke have you heard about this no no fill, fill me in uh, if you ask chat GPT to come up with reasons why you should use a gas stove, it'll say like, I'm sorry, but gas stoves emit harmful emissions and I can't in good conscience recommend reasons why people should endanger their own health or something. And so I'm just like really pissed about how AIs, they're on the side of the freaking sicko libs because, uh, yeah, the gas stoves are going to get banned but they're not like that's what everyone's saying that's the thing man conservatives they set the agendas and then it's like we're all talking about the things they're saying and it's like so what if a person's pooping in the litter box at school it's like didn't happen none of this is real it's all fucking fake and no one even no one ever says that it's always like we accept their framing even though their framing is absurd lies but absurd lies told for an intentional purpose that playing into those frames is helping them spread you know but uh the consumer of like the consumer protection organization or whatever which does not as far as i understand have the authority to ban products said like they tweeted or something they said like you know if we can't make gas stoves safe we can ban them and you know of course everybody was like you know i'm turning on all the natural gas in my house just to own the libs I'm lighting a match just to own the libs. Like, it's just like, I don't, I don't know what you think you're proving, but you know, it became this cultural war thing. And then Biden's like, no one's banning fucking stoves. Like that's not, that was never in the works. That's not happening. I'm saying, I'm saying now that's not, that's not going to happen. It wasn't happening, but even if someone else was thinking about that, we're not doing that, you know, which I say ban them. I don't give a fuck. Like induction, that's great. I think it's bad. Like whenever I use the oven or whenever I use a stove at my house, I'm hyper aware of like emissions. And I'm like, I wonder how many years this is knocking off in my life. It's not like I don't use it, but like it's ever since I learned about like that, that gas stoves cause like really serious health problems, um, you know, in a wide population, I was like, fucking get rid of them. I don't give a fuck. You know, um, induction ranges are, are becoming a lot, you know, cheaper and better and stuff. And so it's like, we could, we could do that, but 
you know, but that's not on the table. No one wants to do that. But, you know, they're still saying, like, if you vote, if you don't vote Republican, they're going to take your stove. And they're like, oh, the government, they shouldn't be telling you what stoves you can and can't buy. But they definitely need to be telling you what you can do with your vagina and, like, your dick. Like, that. that's fair game. But don't you mess with, don't you trample on my stove. I turn the stove on, it'll burn your foot. If you trample on it, don't trample on it. You know, it's just, it's just fucking, all these people just need to expletive deleted. Um, I would just love, like, that's the thing. If I found a genie, I'd just be like, hey, can I just have a hyper-specific genocide, please? Um, but hey, you know, that's me. And that's why, that's why, you know, that's what the freaking, the sicko libs don't want you to hear about is, is my, my final solutions. That's not cool. We should, that's not a good joke to make. That's fucked up. But I do think that uh, I do think that Republicans are a scourge that will uh, never be worth their continued existence, if you ask me. But hey, whatever. Um, in other news, that's what we're we're a news podcast now. <laughs> that's what we do. In other news, the anime expo was uh, rained on. Um, but yeah, so you know, last week we talked about the OGL and. Uh, you know, this past week, a lot of people who didn't listen to the podcast have been asking me to weigh in. I'm like, motherfucker, I fucking did that. <laughs> like, fucking, if you can't, why are you, you think you can not listen to my podcast and have the audacity to say, like, oh, I value your opinion? Clearly, you don't. You know, clearly, you're not listening. You know, this is a great podcast. This is one of the best podcasts ever released. If you're not listening to this, you have some problem with you. Why would anyone not want to listen to this for a fucking hour and 15 minutes? Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. So what we talked about last week is I had a big open question, which was why would you make an OGL, right? Because what I was saying is like, if I was wizards and I didn't want to punish people for making their own fan-made content, I would simply not punish them for their own fan-made content. I wouldn't have to make a contract that, you know, binds my hands if I later want to sue them. You know, it's like, so, so why would a company do this thing that potentially um makes that gives them less control over something that they legally have control over right and what i found out was that um in american copyright law um game rules are not copyrightable which makes sense because it's like i don't know you you say you have a card game and you say in the card game oh to see who goes first roll a die the highest number gets to go first right if i copyrighted that rule and another game just happened upon, oh, roll a dice to see who goes first. Then I'd be able to sue them. And that's fucked up, right? So I, I get the the need to, um, I, I think it would be good if there were copyrightable game rules under certain um, circumstances, but I understand that like it, it opens this giant can of worms. So because game rules are uncopyrightable, there's only specific things that game makers can copyright and enforce their copyrights on. So because they don't have a lot of legal recourse um, to, you know, to stop this stuff, um, they, they might go ahead with something called an OGL, which an OGL is actually a, a, a restriction of consumer rights because, um, because again, it's, it's legal to make third-party D&D content. That's legal. It always was. Um, so before the OGL, you can make D&D content and it would it was it wasn't a problem and after the uh, o, uh the OGL you still can make D&D content without a problem but the OGL is like hey if you don't want us to sue you you should agree to the OGL and then we will never sue you you know the 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 implied the implication being and if you don't do the OGL we will sue you which is like well that doesn't change the protected status of what i'm doing it's protected but of course you know just because uh, a company doesn't have legal standing to do something doesn't mean they won't you know even if even if i was even if i made my own stuff that was legal they still could try and sue me because they're scared you know this has happened in, in business before you know uh vigorous uh overzealous copyright enforcement by you know rights holders that happens all the time so you know i think they use this specter of legal trouble to get people to agree to the OGL, which itself is me uh, is a person agreeing to do even less than what they're legally allowed to to do, because then because those are the terms of the OGL. It's like you could do A, B, C, and D, 
And it's like, but technically speaking, you could legally do E, F, and G, and you don't have to sign the OGL. So the OGL restricts you from doing E, F, and G and only do A, A B, C, and D, which Wizards are comfortable with. So essentially, it's a trick. It's a trick that's tricking you into signing your rights away for legal protection over something that you're basically legally protected anyway. It's just, you know, essentially protection from legal harassment, let's say, which that was a big piece for me for it all to fall into places. So, you know, what that means, like in my head canon, you know, my narrative is they made the OGL because they wanted to, um, to control the kinds of third party content that we're making. It, it wasn't this open invitation, come on in creators, do whatever you want. It's like, no, no, we want to cut this. We want to nip this in the bud and make sure that you only do A, B, C, and D, which we're very comfortable with. And that was the status quo for a long time. Cut to the future. And they're like, man, we're looking at this OGL and we're kind of thinking about it. And it's like, we really had some oversights. So we would now like to control E, F, and G, whereas before we only controlled A, B, C, and D. And, and so that, you know, was the, so that was always my understanding. And again, you know, every, I like to give credit to people. I know wizards is a big company, but I know the people who make D and D the vast majority of them really like D and D and wants what's best for the product. You know, it's like, I don't know. I think this is a holdover from working in television stuff where I watch a, a show that's bad or that, that has uh, flaws and I'll, I'll be all like, yeah, but there's probably something I don't know that's informing this decision. So I'm not going to get furious at it. I'll be all like, you know, we live in the real world with real constraints and perhaps one of those constraints came into play. And that's why we see this thing. But a lot of fans are like, these fucking pieces of shit. Why wouldn't they do this? Why would you, why would you fucking not do the thing? You know, and I don't think they're very charitable, but at the same time, I think it's really good to be skeptical of giant corporations, whatever. But so when the new OGL stuff, you know, every time Wizards does fucking everything, people have this giant backlash. People get really pissed. Um, so, and I hate D&D fans. So like, I think like the D&D fandom is full of just the worst people. I don't know if you, if you're on TikTok, there's D&D TikToks, the D&D TikTok scene dire. It's horrible. I just, every single post by every single creator on there just makes me want to tear my hair out and shoot myself in the dick. Um, it's just awful stuff. And so I just, I don't, I don't jive with those people. I don't share their sensibilities. So, you know, maybe it's a bit of contrarianism as well, but when all this hubbub started, I was like, well, certainly there's a reason here. It wasn't solely evil. Like I'm sure there was a lot of evil that was come like, apparently all the new OGL came after a meeting that said that D and D was under monetized. And the person who said that was a new head that just came into Hasbro. So this is this new outside entity exerting control over wizards of the coast. It wasn't internal. You know, it wasn't wizards own people saying, you know, it would be really great if we just made all this money fucking people over, you know, it was like an outside decision. So, you know, I don't know. Again, it's like, I'm already trying to figure out like what's actually happening. And, and then all this hubbub happened without the text of the document, which I talked about last week. It was like, I really wanted to see the text of the document. And then I did, I looked at the text of the document. Um, it has bad stuff, but it's not, it's not as bad as I thought everyone was saying, because again, you don't have to pay money until you're making $750,000, which again, I, I think it's reasonable for wizards to charge some sort of royalty on people making almost a million dollars off your IP. You know, I just, that just seems fine to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm fucked up for believing that, whatever. But that's, that's just what I think. But it seemed really clear to me upon reading the text of what they did is they basically had three reasons that they wanted to update the OGL. The first and foremost, they wanted to be able to put a stomp on uh, 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 a stopper on like hateful content, which I think we talked about last week. Um, but you know, makes perfect sense. They don't want they were like I said, they don't want Steve Bannon making some sort of D and D game about you know white supremacy or whatever. You know, like that's that's not terrible. Um, and then you know, making money from people making a million dollars that's not terrible either. And then there was one other thing. Oh, and then the other thing is they wanted to stop NFTs because people were, you know, I don't know if they did or were potentially going to make NFTs. But so like when you read the document, it's really clear that those were the primary intents of their of the changes to the OGL. And they used language and they they had policies in that document 
that went further. For instance, they they said they have the the legal right to use anything made under the new OGL, um, which is you know I made I made on my Patreon I made a class a subclass of Bard, the stand up comedian Bard. It's a, it's a Bard that um, he does stand up comedy, so he has spells that are like roast magic, and he can roast you and do damage to you. you he does fire damage to you by roasting you, you know, and and so so D and D could under the new OGL put that in their book and not pay me money right which that's bad but it's very common language for platforms to say we own all the content you know um instagram for instance if you post photos on instagram instagram owns those photos you know and that's just a pill we've all swallowed and instagram could sell a photo that you took on instagram and just not pay you any of the money but instagram doesn't really do that you know, occasionally they'll use your photo and other people's photos in like a collage of like, see what's happening on Instagram as part of like an ad campaign, which I think it's fair to say that those people deserve money or whatever, but it's a much less insidious usage that we're going to use you as a free content farm and publish all of your best ideas, you know? And when I read that language, I just thought, yeah, it's the social media thing. It's like, maybe they'll, maybe they'll post a picture of it and say like, look, look at this. This is what happened at D and D, you know? So a lot of people got really mad about that. And it's like, you really think someone's going to fucking like take the picture that you did and say, this is wizards of the coast. Now, I don't know, you know, again, that could happen, but it's just, it all seemed done. It seemed like, like a stretch. So to me, that all like a lot of what people were scared about and let's say rightfully scared about was language that I don't think was their intent. And this is an example, you know, I don't think what they wanted to do was steal everybody's content. I think that would be crazy. Um, but people were like straight facedly saying, that's what they want to do. They want to take my fan art. It's like, no one gives a shit about you, buddy. Come on, calm down. Um, and and so so there was an outpouring of support or uh, not support <laughs> outrage um, online and D and D this week. They made an email or they they wrote a message saying like, "We hear you. We fucked up. We fucked up really bad. We're sorry. We're not going to do this. It's done. We're sorry. It's over. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." You know that was kind of it was just a big mea culpa. Um, but oh man another thing <laughs> i was reading the document and after the the terms of the thing there would be a comment section it would say comments and then there would be like a breakdown of like their logic their thought process behind it and also kind of explaining it a little bit and that was so cutesy i was getting enraged like they were like so there's this three tier system in the original ogl that's like if you make under fifty thousand dollars you're in tier one if you make fifty thousand to seventy five or seven hundred fifty thousand dollars a year you're in tier two and if you make over that you're tier three and they're like in the comments they're like why do we do this tier system well we don't think we could come up with a system that doesn't involve leveling up if we tried and it's like you can't you can't fucking put that shit in the document that's saying like, here's the new regime, get in line, bitches. You can't be all like, oh, look at us. I'm so cute. Like it was so fucking crazy. Like it was it was infuriating to read, but you know, whatever. Uh, I think, you know, they didn't think people would be as pissed as they were. They probably thought they would read those comments and be all like, hey, this makes sense. But, you know, conveniently for everyone, the documents never really got leaked until like way after the conversation took place. So, you know. Uh, people had formed their opinions before reading the document and those terms like reading the document is like, they fucking think we're babies and pieces of shit. Um, but in their new mea culpa post saying that it was saying it was it's all we're all not going to do this. Um, like their closing statement, their closing statement was like a lot of people are going to tell you that they won today and that we lost, but we want to set the record straight. We all won today, <laughs> which is just like well, just don't, don't say that. It's fine. Like, just it's fine. Like, and so then after they said that, people got so pissed, and they're like, "These fucking pieces of shit! How dare they? They're trying to act like they're this is like a thing a supervillain would say." It's just like, and again, it's like in light of them having the comments, which are the same like cutesy, weird language. It's like, what are they? What are they doing? There's this weird disconnect between you know how their actions are coming across and how they assume their actions are coming across. <laughs> it's really, really funny. But so everyone's pissed. Um, everyone still wants to leave D and D and still wants to tell D and D to fuck themselves. And even D, uh, even the D and D was like, we're, we're sorry. We we're listening to your concerns and we're addressing them completely by not doing the thing we were going to do. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Th that seems as strong as you could that it's like, we hear you, but, uh, 
you know, whatever. It's all it's good for the hobby for people to move into their games, you know, whatever. But it's just I don't I don't know. It's just like I was always a bit more charitable. There's a bit of a you know hanging questions for me. I had those questions answered. And the thing just made sense to me. I get it. I get why this happens. It doesn't seem like the evil specter. You know, it's not necessarily good, but it's not It's not the end of days. But everyone else accessing roughly the same information was like, this was horrible, and I was right all the time, and everything is evil. And I, I just, I don't know. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like, you know, and and now it's fine. You know, I'm, I like wizards. I'm glad they, they, they backtracked. I'm glad that they weren't as nefarious as people assumed. I wanted to assume that they were a good, you know, at least trying company. I think the problem is they're just too old and too white. You know, a big part of why they're doing the new D and D edition is that, um, they had these big problems with stereotypes and, um, and, uh, like world building and diversity, um, in the fifth edition. Uh, because fourth edition just had less stereotypes for whatever reason. And then fifth edition, they, they had a return to maybe classical fantasy, but by doing that, they stepped in a lot of, you know, uh, racist associations with orcs and all sorts of stuff. And, um, their, their attempts to fix those pitfalls were met with, this is just empty, cynical, skeptic, you know, they're, they don't care about this. They're not. And so I just like, I think they're just earnestly blundering trying to do a new thing and i think that's why they are making the new DD in the first place i think like their their old edition was so mired in these tropes that when they ripped them out without you know the runway to create functional new replacement content it was just like well this just seems like a half-baked fix you know and, and i think they were like yeah it kind of was a half-baked fix but what are you going to do you kind of have to do a whole new system so i think they kind of were like well, let's do a whole new system, you know? So I think this whole thing has been an earnest, good faith attempt to repair these issues with diversity and stereotypes that they have had, um, you know, and they're just, blunt again, they're just running into the problem because they're all white. And so you get a bunch of white people in the room, they're old and they're like, this is fine, right? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. And you end up with a, a race of slave space monkeys in um spell jam in the new spell jammer campaign setting a new race of slave monkeys that used to be stupid but a race of of space elves gave them a potion that made them smart so they would be better slaves and the monkeys loved being slaves and they still do but now they're not slaves because one of the benevolent elves space elves slavers was like i'm a good person i'm gonna let you all free and they're like yeah we're free but we still like working for less than we're worth you know and it's and then one of the pictures of those space monkeys directly looked almost exactly like a, a, a like a, a racist depiction of a black minstrel show player like <laughs> that that's just like that's just it's because they're too old and too white like that shit's going to keep happening you know and because their leadership they're not going to be like well i should probably step down you know which they should you know they they need they need younger more diverse blood and they need those people making those decisions and reading these things before they come out because they've they've really stepped in a lot of fucking landmines um during fifth edition and it's been really not good but, you know, I think that's why, again, I think that's why they're making the new edition. They're like, let's actually do a new edition that addresses all these concerns. And, and it's not a, a half-baked fix like people were criticizing. <sighs> anyway, that rant took too long. Hey, anyone at Wizards, you could hire me. You know, I, I'd be a good PR person. <laughs> um, but you know who wouldn't be a good PR person? Is so. <laughs> yeah, you too, Kevin. You'd, no, I think you'd be good. Um, uh, do you have the soda? I got to go grab it from my fridge. Yes, let me, let me grab it. Hold on. Okay, I'll wait for you to grab it, and then you can fill for me um, as I grab it myself. Okay. Um, we didn't get buzz balls, but we're we're still gonna do a buzz ball uh, review at some point. Um, you got it? Yes, I do. Okay, I'm gonna go grab. Okay. I'm gonna you go run grab. off while I introduce this. So we have tonight. We're gonna try a new beverage uh, from uh, Pepsi called Starry, which is supposed to be replacing Sierra Mist. And it is kind of a lemon lime. It says right here, caffeine-free lemon lime flavored soda. So it's sort of occupying the same genre as Ceramist. Um, their description of it on the bottle says it's a crisp, clear burst of lemon lime flavor, which could apply to a lot of drinks. Um, but yeah, so this is brand new. This this just came out. Uh, Spencer yeah, it just came is laughing. Out like on Tuesday or something, right? Yeah, yeah. It just like I was walking into the the store when they were putting the display together. 
Yeah. I gotta say, man, I do really love the bottle. I like how light and bright it is. Like yeah. this kind of neon day glow kind of green and yellow. I really, it's a great look. I, I, I mean, you know, when I was just hearing about, when I was first hearing about, it, I was like, who fucking cares, man? It's just Sierra Mist. It's fine. Like, what's wrong with that? But then when you see this, it's like, yeah, no, this is way fucking, this is way better. You know, um, I did actually, I did get a Sierra Mist. I wanted to do a, a, a side-by-side comparison. Um, so I got that. But but do you want to, you want to maybe crack it open? Give it yeah, a first sure. taste or whatever? Let me try something. Mine, I got one just... guess at how it smells. I'm gonna have to think it might smell like a lemon lime soda. It does. It. You know what it <laughs> oh, smells it does? like? It smells like. Um, have you tried Sprite Lemonade? You know that that you know really. What? No, I don't think I have. It smells like a lemonade flavored soda, not so much Sprite. Yeah, I think this one more strongly than other sodas has, and maybe I'm just getting this wrong, but it definitely smells a lot like um, like citrus peel essential oils. Yes. Like you get, like it really does peel, it feels like freshly out of like, you know, I don't know. You, one thing you could do is you could squeeze a orange rind over a candle and go like, get a little like flame because the, the oil is flammable. It goes um, but you know, if you, if you squeeze the rind into your nose, it definitely smells like those essential oils. And this smells like that. I don't know. Maybe also it smells like yeah. that, but I mean, it does feel like fresh and not like, uh, it, it smells more like I'm just smelling a lemon, like not right. how says like, you know, Sprite or Sierra mist smells like lemon soda. This smells like yeah. a lemon. That's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's a very clean kind of real kind of smell to me, at least. Yeah. You want to give it a taste? Sure. Kevin's going for the taste. Kevin is sponsored by walnuts, walnuts, crack them open. Okay. I mean, it, it tastes like Sierra mist, but I think <laughs> like if you took some Sierra mist and like squeezed some lemon rind oil on into it, yeah, so Spencer's trying it now. He looks pleased. Yeah, so, so Sierra mist, it has like a really strong bite to it. And then like a lot of water with like a strong acidy hit. I think Sierra mist usually does this to me just tastes a lot closer to sprite um it it's 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 not syrupy like sprite i will say but it's more syrupy than serum mist um i think yeah i think it's like more of like a middle of the road flavor people have said serum mist like tastes like like cleaning product or something i think that's like maybe just like kind of the 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 scent notes hitting more than the flavor whereas the flavor is just kind of like this bite and then the sour like a pretty tart sour as opposed to like a really strong kind of like continuum of citrus flavor. I don't know, but this is like, it's, you think this is better than Sprite? I don't know. Like, I think this is one of those things where like it tastes good the first few sips, but I'm not sure if I would enjoy it through the entire bottle as much as Sprite. Yeah. It kind of has a, which maybe Serum has had too, but it kind of has a, a squirt like quality where squirt is a bit dry tasting. I think it's a little dry um which is good which is i don't know yeah. it has this really clean flavor i don't know it's like <laughs> it tastes healthy it's not healthy it's, it's not healthy but it, it tastes kind of healthy i don't know i'm gonna see if i can crack open the serum mist what if it just tastes the fucking same it exactly it's the same thing they've tricked us it definitely it bubbles up differently so we got the serum mist all right let's go for it Yeah, it's way better than Serum Mist. I'll tell you that. I don't. I never really hated Serum Mist. I don't know. I would say like the main like body of the flavor of Serum Mist is like empty. Like it just tastes like cold water. And then I don't know. This is like it's hard to explain because it's like you know almost synesthesia or whatever. Because like how I how I conceptualize flavors, but it feels like the the middle of the flavor is empty, and then the lemon and lime are pushed to the very edges. Um. And yeah, just you get a much stronger bite. Like, I don't know what it is. It's like, yeah, yeah. And this definitely, it tastes fake. This definitely like has more candy kind of like syrupy qualities. And yeah, it's, it's way, the story is so much better. I feel like it's a lot more lime than lemon too. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is I don't like, 
And that's why I haven't touched the the limonade. Honestly, is that I'm not really interested in more lemon in the soda. You know, I've had a. I feel like kind of recently I had like a lemon soda, and I was like, "Wow, this really tastes like a lemon soda." That sure is interesting. I don't want this anymore. <laughs> like, but it really does. I think, yeah, I think the lime really goes goes a long way. You know. Mm. I don't know. I don't know, man. I just, why would you get this? Just get a Mountain Dew, man. Agreed. I guess Maybe we should try like a mixer of Starry and Mountain Dew. That might not be too bad. Yeah. You know what we should try is we should try some Starry and Buzz Balls. <laughs> we should get some Buzz Balls, Buzz Ball Starry cocktail. You know, we call it Starry Balls. Is that? Yeah, but for the folks at home, for the folks at home, Kevin's been laughing and his his crisp is eating his laugh. I have a, I have a robotic laugh apparently. Yeah, everybody's trying to convince the world I'm not funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, check this out. I'm just grabbing stuff off my desk now. It's a can or a what do you call this? A jar? A tub? A tub of Manuka honey and Mafura oil in intensive hydration hair mask with fig extract and baobab oil. I got this in the mail. I probably, I I wasn't, I was not going to talk about this on the podcast because I got this in the mail randomly. And if this was a Craven fan waiting for a positive, you know, uh, you know, uh, outcome learning, you know, learning. Oh, he did get the thing I sent. It's not good to let that person know, you know. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know. I just got sent this random, this random shit. You get uh, random things in the mail a lot. No, I've gotten it once, one other time in my life. I'm told that it's part of uh, something that Amazon scammers do. Maybe not scammers, but they just order the products to random addresses so they can, uh, so they can um, give a re- positive review. You know, because they have to send the product, but it doesn't matter where they go or whatever. I don't know. That's what I've heard. But so maybe it's just something like that. I just I don't know. I hope it's not some sicko who's going to do something nasty now that he knows it got through. You know, has any sickos done anything nasty to you in your life? I mean, I used to have so I used to work with this blog site way back, like in like the late 90s early 2000s and we had this weirdly obsessed fan that somehow got my home address that kept like coming to my house and taping these notes on the door about how the tv show stargate is actually a real thing and they made the tv show to make people who knew the truth seem crazy Mm -hmm. and he would like send these like five to ten page handwritten notes all about how stargate is real and what i please write about this and tell the world well did you think he was crazy kind of yeah i mean it, well, it he was had a, he had a point then it definitely made him seem crazy to have a television show of the stargate huh well and what i think was very validating for him was like in the middle of of this series of notes i mean this went on for a couple years um oh, like in the God. middle of this there was a Stardate episode that the entire premise of it was that the whole reason, um, well, that that the Air Force decides to make a fake TV show to throw people off the track, that it's a real thing. So that just completely validated him. And he's like, yeah, they're just messing with me now. Yeah, <clears throat> man. That's the weird thing about conspiracies. But it's like, I don't know. There is justification to it because there are a lot of conspiracies and people that love winks and nods and dog whistles you know like nazis love fucking hiding nazi dog whistles and stuff and references in their shit you know um like there was a i think it was white wolf i don't know there was a, a different rpg system that there was just like straight up nazi people working there and they like snuck like 1488 and shit into like some of the numbers of like the system so it's like you know for example jonathan fires his magnum pistol 
you know, he rolls this and does that and gets two damage or whatever. But it was like, you know, he rolls four dice and gets a one, a four, a four, and an eight or something, you know. And so they would like hide, they would hide these number seals in the fucking text of these RPG books. Um, so it's like, there's definitely precedent, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. If you were in a, if you were like orchestrating or involved in a conspiracy, do you think you'd have an urge to fucking like signal it? It's like, I feel like, the whole game is to not do that you know it's well, like i, mean, I would I, I think that those are two separate things like mm-hmm. i think the hitting hiding nazi symbols and things like that is because they don't really want it to be a secret they're there this is a nod of like hey look how many of us are out there these things are everywhere right. yeah whereas the more typical conspiracy theories it, i don't think it makes sense like if they're, if they're going through all this effort to keep it a secret why give proof you know but that, yeah. that's a, that's the boring answer yeah yeah but would you like would you want to give proof um i mean if i if i didn't want it to be a secret yes i would i would try to secretly hide proof all over the place but i don't know that that's really what's happening i do think if stargate was real and we that's the problem with that is like if stargate was real we wouldn't make the show to prove it was fake right because then it's like it's incepting the idea of a stargate where previously there was none. no one would think of a stargate but well, his his feeling was because like they kept having leaks and they were trying to cover up these leaks by just saying this is stargate fan fiction and this is you know anybody who believes this is real just can't tell reality from a tv show yeah that's like super it had already leaked is, is is their problem is what he was saying I do think if <clears throat> Stargates were real and I made a TV show to hide that fact, I do think I probably would want to do an episode where the government made a TV show. <laughs> I think that would be really good. Like I think I think in that context, I think I might I might do it. You know, I don't know. But but already that's super contrived because that's not, you know, you're so many steps down the wrong path already, you know. But you know, I don't know. Anyway, folks, what a time to be alive. That's our show. Um, what do we got for you next? So, what what show? So, Abed did a show, right? Are you? Are, is it just a normal day for you guys? Um, yeah, uh, Abed did did a show with Eric Bauza. It was actually amazing. I, I love. We gotta Eric. get Eric on. Yeah, I know he's he's so talented. He he's he doesn't mean people. he doesn't mean Richard Iowate. It's really good. It sounds just like him. <laughs> Yeah, so we did that. Uh, up next is the best channel 101, and then a brand new real life sci fi. And then today we're showing a repeat of a kind of new thing that Rob's been doing called Primitive CGI Theater, where he shows some of the very, very early CGI in movies and TV and things like that, and kind of showing off like what was state of the art way back then. Awesome. I've been, I got a bubble throat. You can hear that? Can you hear that? I sound like a weird bubble man. Got a bubble throat. <laughs> This happened my whole life, and I never knew what to call it. And then Dan called it bubble throat, and I was like, "Exact, it is a bubble throat. That's what it is." Anyway, um, I don't know. I stream on Twitch, Twitch.tv slash The Sixler. I've been playing Sekiro, so if you want to see me play Sekiro, um, you know, come on by. It's been fun. I'm just finally starting to get the hang of it. I've killed, uh, I've killed Lady Butterfly. I've killed a guy on a horse. I killed a bull that was on fire and I killed uh oh I killed like an ogre and I killed uh I killed a guy that was in a tower that had a bow. Um so yeah, I don't know how far in the game that is, but hey, you know, it's fun. You killed a lot of people. Yeah, it's a really crazy game. The, the only the only my my biggest complaint is that you can't punch everyone to death, which is my preferred way of playing these kinds of games, but uh you know, having a sword's cool too. But yeah, come on, come on by. Um but yeah, you know, we like to end the show the same way every single time. So, as always, you got played. <laughs>